ratchetness. Fifty percent ratchetness. This is becoming the most prominent form for him. Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 what the hell is wrong Good with you? Good morning, DJ Envy. I told you Friday's a throwaway day. It's, not, it's, it's not a throwaway day. You, the, the day is how you approach it. Okay? So if you approach it like a throwaway day, then things will get thrown away. But it's not. Okay? What, what the hell is ye? I don't know. What the hell right. are all of y'all this morning? I, I hear ye physically, but I don't hear her mentally. <laughs> and and right I see here. you physically, Envy. I don't hear you mentally You're about either. about to hear me now. Okay. Can you hear me now? All right, guys. It's there Friday. We go. It's Friday. Hello. Hello. Hello to one and all. Hello. Good okay? morning. I woke up this morning hoping to uh, hear Kanye West's album, but in typical no. Kanye West fashion, he's late. By the way, I'm not making no more Lauryn Hill late jokes. Kanye West is going to be my new uh, my new example of lateness. Your late go-to? Okay, because he's, 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 he's late to listening parties. He's late when it comes to releasing albums. Where is the Donda album? Mm. I woke up this morning and threw Bishop T.D. Jake's on, which I do most most mornings. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. Couldn't find it this morning. Couldn't find it. Yeah, I'm, late. I'm late this morning because my son is uh, going to Rolling Loud. Him and his friends are going to Rolling Loud. So I had to have a long conversation with the, with, the, with the young man about, you know, what to look out for and where to go if something happens and, you know. The way my anxiety set up, uh, my children wouldn't be going to something like that right yeah. now. Especially at watching, the, uh, didn't something collapse yesterday? Yeah, the stage. And then, you know, I thought the about that, that, that building collapsing, you know, yeah. a, a, a while ago. And just the way the world is right now. I mean, I know you can't do that with your kids. Nah, they're 18 years old, so they're, they're going. I mean, I got a chaperone with them anyway. They ain't like that too much. But I got, Are you going? No, I'm not going. Lil' Sean going. Okay. All right. Th- th- that's not me with Logan this weekend when y'all see Lil' Sean either, okay? Me and Lil' Sean tend to get confused with each yeah, other because no. y'all think all short, black, bald head people look alike. So Lil' Sean is uh, going with with Logan and his friends. He's not too happy about it. I made actually Logan hit him, and it was like, yo, unk, can, can you come with me this uh, month? He said, well, what are you doing this weekend? And Lil' Sean was like, nothing. Why? What's up? He's like, can you come with me to Miami to roll Damn. loud? See, he's he like, he doing something. So he was like, well, you know, um, he was like, well, you know the flights. He's like, I pay for the flights. Dad, dad got the flights. <laughs> so, so Lil Sean, which is one of my best friends, called me this morning. Was like, man, I gotta go out with these little school all weekend long. He was like, man, they better not be having me stand up all day. I'm like, bro, you're definitely gonna be standing the up all day. Is from four to midnight, and, f- and you stand up the whole time. That's right. He's forty something years old, though, Envy. Okay, he's I not know. eighteen years old like Logan. Them, I feel Lil Sean's pain. I know. You don't know if that man been going to see his foot doctor, <laughs> getting his corn shaved off. I get my corn shaved off once a year. I got a corn on my my right pinky toe. I get it shaved off once a year just to be able to function. Well, I hope he okay. got his corn shaved off because it's going to be a yeah, long yeah, weekend. Yeah, tell him to wear his cracks. If he wears his cracks, he's Lord okay. have mercy. And then, see, I was going to do them dirty. See, I was all going to put him in one room together. See, that's just stupid. And little show was like, you oh, can't come do on, that. Envy. That's, you have me in the room with ridiculous. them? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, four, it's four y'all in total, two double beds. Y'all be good. Oh, like, that's awful. So he's doing you a favor. He's doing his, his, his nephew a favor. He's doing you a favor. Did you fly him first class? Frontier doesn't have first class. Frontier? 137 a flight. Man, you are disgusting. All right. <laughs> you are disgusting. You put me on Frontier. No, I have never been on Frontier in my life. No, you put me and Yee on it. I've never been on Frontier in my life. <laughs> All right. I know better. Salute to everybody going to Rolling Loud this weekend. The moral of the story is be safe. But where is the Donda album? 
don't okay. know. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Young Blue will be joining us this morning. Now, see, Young Blue's album is actually out. Okay. Yes. It's called Moon Baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it dropped today. It's, it's highly anticipated. People really enjoy Young Blue. I enjoy Young Blue. And he'll be here today to have a conversation with us. That's right. We're going to start the show off with some... Um, with some what? Kanye West? How are we going to start it off? The album ain't out yet. Oh, damn it, man. <laughs> All right, well, what about Belly? I just want to say Young Blue's album is called Moon Boy, not Moon Baby. What did I say? Moon Baby? <laughs> yeah. I, like I was a, like, Moon Baby. I don't like calling <laughs> black men boys. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Moon. this is Belly featuring The Weeknd and Young Thug. Did Belly, Belly album come out or something? Why are we playing Belly? Well, give me some context. I Heart Special. All right. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know what the hell is happening in here this morning on what this radio. I didn't know where Angela E. I was this morning. She just popped in out of nowhere, and you just popped out of nowhere. And uh, Kanye West's album is supposed to be out today, but it's not out. But we play Young Blue is out, but we play (laughs) Belly. I have no problem with Belly. I just want to know the context. What do you mean? If he got a single out of an album? album? Something. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. How about that? Oh, God. You sure? (laughs) I think so. Let's go, Yee. All right, well, let's get it started. And since you were talking about your son going to Miami, you know, there are three states driving the pandemic. Now, they said three states account for 40% of new coronavirus cases in the U.S. You know what they are? Florida, Texas, and where else? Missouri. Okay. Damn, Missouri came out of nowhere. What happened to Atlanta? Yeah. Georgia. Well, these are just driving the new coronavirus cases. Mm. With the Delta variant. And, you know, as you know, the Delta variant is easier to spread. Mm -hmm. So everybody out there, a lot of people are starting to wear their mask again, even though you felt like, okay, we don't have to wear masks. If you're vaccinated, you should still be wearing your mask. Yeah, I'm shocked that Florida and Texas are still leading in new cases because, I mean, they've been wide open for the longest. And what happened to herd immunity? What happened to that? Wasn't that supposed to be a thing, too? Yeah. You would think with everybody out. No, but you would think with everybody out and mingling with each other that, you know, that her immunity well, thing would be happening. Mm-hmm. I think it's also because of the Delta variant, right? Because that new variant is more transmissible. It's different. Even people who are vaccinated, some of those people have been getting it. Uh, Texas hospital reports its first case of a Lambda COVID-19 variant, yet another variant, as people are still reeling from the Delta variant. Lambda, ain't that the fraternity from Revenge of the Nerds? Yep. Lambda, Lambda Incorporated, right? <laughs> lambda, yeah, lambda, wow. Lambda. What is COVID coming back on some Revenge of the Nerds type stuff for the fall? I guess so. Wow. Now, in L.A., the Delta variant is uh, 20% of COVID cases are now among vaccinated residents. They're saying this Delta variant is a game changer and it's become more prevalent in L.A. The percentage of infections happening among fully vaccinated residents is rising. Hmm. So, so what does that just mean? Just putting that gonna, out there. Are they going to put us back on shutdown? Or, or They're not locking the country back down. No? So what are they going to do? I don't think so. I have no idea. I think what they're doing is telling people to wear their mask again, even if you are vaccinated. You know, a lot of places are like, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Well, they're saying even if you are, you should still wear one. They should have never still... they should have never told people to stop wearing masks. Like, that's literally like mm-hmm. telling people to not wear condoms just because, you know, uh, an individual might be on birth control. Like, no, still got to protect yourself. Yeah, some businesses are difficult to wear masks, though, if, if it's a restaurant, a bar, or a nightclub or no. some, of the, some of the things is difficult. to wear. You want to be open or you want to go home? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they want, a lot of those places want to be open. They lost right. tons of money and, and, and can barely take so care of it. wear your mask. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And the CDC Advisory Committee is voicing support for immunocompromised people to get booster shots because those are people who are extremely high risk for the virus and the vaccine didn't change that. So they're saying those people uh, should get a booster shot, a third shot that, inc- that could increase their antibody response to vaccines. So you want me to get so it's more not shots. a formal mm-hmm. recommendation. It's just an advisory committee. They said that more data is needed, but that is for people who... Uh, cancer patients, transplant recipients, people with HIV, patients on high dose steroids, just you know, their their system is at risk. So you want me to get more shots, even though the shots I already got, you know, are protecting me, but I can still get it and still pass it along. Yeah, I mean, and not you, but these are for people who again have a immunocompromised position, so mm. they're more at high risk for the uh, for the virus. Mm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. I do, I do want a doctor to school me on the uh, herd immunity thing, though, because I thought that was the whole thing. Like 70 percent of the country gets vaccinated and then herd immunity will kind of like, you know, flatten this thing. So I just want to know yeah, since, since everybody's out, you know, mixing, mixing with each other, like where's the herd immunity? Mm, well, question. it's less than 50 percent of people are vaccinated in the country. So we're not even at 70 percent. So you got to get to 70 before you get herd immunity? Yeah, I think they were saying they were saying the country would be safe. And that was the goal for Biden to get to 70 percent. We haven't gotten that. A lot of people have decided not to get vaccinated. But I've seen a lot of people who actually contracted uh, COVID now telling people get out there and get vaccinated. People who were against it are now saying, no, you should. I seen something with the NFL. Now, the NFL saying if uh, something about it, if if you one of your players get COVID, and they can't play, Mm -hmm. you might have to forfeit the game or something like that. And and they're trying to get people. Yeah, for un. Unvaccinated players, right? If you get um, if you get COVID and then there's an outbreak, then you end up forfeiting the game instead of, uh, you know how they were rescheduling it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is MJ, yo, DJ Envy, Angela Lee, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God, what's up, guys? <laughs> Peace, up, King, brother? how are you? Hey. I'm doing good, man. <laughs> Get it off your chest, brother. Yo, I need these, these drivers, man, on these highways to look out for us motorcycle riders, man. You know, it's, it's dangerous out here for us. They don't they don't look out for us. A lot of my, a lot of my riders have been getting killed lately. You know, right here in Columbia, South Carolina, we've been having a lot of motorcycle injuries and motorcycle deaths. I just want to let the let the world know, man, we, we need to be looked out for. It's hard out here in these streets. Yeah, well, I mean, salute to the 803. I've never been a motorcycle guy, man. I need my car to have four wheels. No, I, I was a, I was a motorcycle guy, and a lady hit me, and, that, that, and that, that's what made me give it up. lady hit me on the highway and oh. smashed my bike. But, yeah, that's what made me give it up. I mean, shout out to all the motorcycle riders out there. Y'all be careful. Y'all brothers be careful, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, have a good one, bro. All right, yep. Hello, who's this? This is Titus from Chicago. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, I saw the Space Jam movie over the weekend. The what movie? The thing, Space Jam. Space Jam. Oh. And the only thing I feel like was wrong was they didn't have R. Kelly do the soundtrack, man. We need well, R. Kelly on that soundtrack. Well, R. Kelly only did one song. Well, how the hell? Uh, he's in jail, but he only did one song on the first Space Jam. How he from jail? How, how he gonna do it He just hung jail? up on him? Yes. <laughs> I believe I can fly is what he did on the first one, right? I don't think he he didn't need executive produce the first soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Uh, it's Randy. Randy, what's up? Get it off your chest. I want to talk about this bat, big bass fishing tournament. So I fished this kayak series tournament, uh, and I'm from Milwaukee, man. So we are uh, in Mississippi, dog. It's like a I think it's a hundred people, and uh, I just want to 
give everybody some good luck. Also, I am the only black fishing lure making guy out here in this industry, man. It's real fast custom bait. And um, I want everybody to go to my page. So it's R-E-E-L-F-A-S-T, custom with a K, bait. And also, I want to throw my PayPal out there. So it's uh, real fast, KB at gmail.com. Hey, can I shoot my shot real quick? Sure. All right. Uh, so I want to shoot my shot at, uh, it's two guys. So uh, Quavo and uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I know uh, The Rock got a big bass fishing lake out there, man. So go check out my page, man. I'm trying to raise about uh, $10,000 so I can kill this, man. So again, I'm the only black guy there doing this, man. So uh, kudos to everybody out there, man. Thanks. And what's the grand prize? I was in Can- I was in Mexico one time, and they were like, the grand prizes go up to the millions. Hey, well, this is for kayaks. So, and again, black people do kayaks. So the uh, first place get like $8,000. Oh, okay. All right. You might need to head to Mexico, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. I didn't know those fishing competitions bringing so much money. Goodness gracious. You about to do it now? I thought about it when I was when I was in Mexico <laughs> and, they, and they were telling me that, you know, the, the first place winner gets like a million dollars or two million dollars. Second place gets like eight hundred thousand. I'm like, yes. Well, get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's going on? It's you. Uh, I'm just calling to say, uh, talk about uh, how economics is, is important to a black family, the stability of a black family. How much money and, you got? Uh, how much money you got? I'm I'm beyond with you. I blew a whole lot more than I should have, to be honest. But um, I don't. I haven't had the the, the discipline or the habits to manifest money, you know, to make sure I, I keep getting it. Okay, so what are you about um, to tell us about economics? No, no, I'm saying I'm, I want to get your point of view. Oh, got you, got you. Like that's what you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think know. it's one of those things that got to be taught. I mean, it's something that we have to talk about in you know in our community. That's why I think that's the the, the best thing about EYL. They bring a lot of that to the table. Earn your leisure on their podcast. I think that's what sees it, and I do when we talk about real estate. That's what Yee does when she does her. Entrepreneurship no, and uh, what's it called? Something Tuesdays, Wealth Wednesdays. Wealth, Wealth Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Don't yeah, forget so I, my man Wall Street Trapper too out there. Wall Street Trapper. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, is, so I think there's a lot of people out there trying to push people to to think about generational wealth and financial literacy and financial literacy. So I, I think there is a change. People just gotta you know listen yeah. and take the time to to try to understand it. Yeah, I mean I, I appreciate that. I mean, and if there's any other, I'm and the whole thing about it is the image of of uh, society has brainwashed us. And we not getting information now, but if you had got it 10 years ago, we would have been way farther than where we are now. You right. I'm going to tell you what else you need to do, too, man. Get right with God. Because if you look at the news right now and look at the Bible, boy, it's a sign of the end times. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? I got in two times in a week. That's a blessing. This is um, <laughs> Pause, <man>. bro. <laughs> that sounds wild. Um, yo, yo. Um, I'm just going to say I'm happy because... My wife was pregnant, but she had the baby two days ago. Congratulations. So Charlemagne. Um, do you have any advice on bringing up a cancer baby? A, a cancer baby? Yeah. Uh, a cancer baby is going to need a lot of attention. A cancer baby is going to need um, uh, to be seen a lot. And you're just going to have to okay. deal. You're going you, you to have to deal with the cancer baby's feelings because cancers are just natural empaths. So make sure the energy is positive. Okay. Make sure the okay, vibrations man, are positive at all times. Okay, yo, so look, listen, listen, y'all can hit me up on Twitter, on IG, and Cash App, because you know diapers are the two-page expenses, um, at P-A-P-A-E-B-A-K-U-U, 
And bless the brother. I would appreciate that. Thank y'all so much. And yes, I hope sir. Y'all have a great day. And trust me, I, I I know what I'm talking about because not only am I a cancer, my my first my first daughter's a cancer. So good morning. Hello. This trade the truth. Good morning. Oh no! Nah, this ain't traded too. This a professional hype man. How y'all doing this morning? Good How are morning. you, sir? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Today is payday. Today is payday, and you know I just wanted to say one thing: when you guys get paid today, do not tell your friends. Go get you some stock mm. and make that money. Make money for you, okay? Because we can't be working nine to fives all day. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'm not mad at that. But but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can I tell on my podcast? Uh huh. Listen, my podcast is twenty three sixty for show. That is two three six zero F A S H O twenty three sixty for show. Everybody go have a blessed day. You too. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent, hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, and let's talk about what hip hop artist has purchased a planet. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. Well, according to reports, a little Uzi Vert is working on purchasing a planet. So that's a big purchase. It will make him the first human to legally own a planet, according to Grimes. Terrible purchase. Now, why you say that? You think he's been there? Didn't you tell me yesterday that you shouldn't buy property no place you haven't been or visited? <laughs> you literally told me that yesterday. I can't say if he's been there or not. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, Grimes tweeted out documentation almost complete for Lil Uzi to legally claim a WAPS 127B. This is huge. First human to legally own a planet. He responded, I tried to surprise everyone still working on it. But who owns it to sell it to him? Like, who is he buying it from? Alf. Alf. Okay. E.T. Thanos, okay. maybe. All right. Okay. That, that, by the way, uh, this, this, I, I really hope this isn't a, a true story, and I hope it's just like uh, internet flex, because I would hope Lil Uzi isn't paying money uh, for Yeah, no. I mean, listen, some people are saying, like Yale astronomy professor Gregory Laughlin say, says, no legal ownership framework or regulated Earth-based exchange currently exists for the purpose <laughs> of exoplanetary assets. You think? So let's just all take this with a grain of salt. It's like people who buy stars. When they buy stars and they say, oh, that star is named after you, like, knock it off. That's really just a waste of money. All right, now Whitney Houston's hologram is coming to Vegas. By the way, I just want to say the Usher show in Vegas looks amazing. I saw a lot of people like posting from Usher's residency in Vegas. Mm -hmm. I would definitely go out there to see that. But this Whitney Houston hologram is state approved. So it'll be playing in Vegas for six months at Harris Casino. And it's also uh, called An Evening with Whitney. The Whitney Houston hologram concert. It's over five years in the works. It was supposed to be there uh, last year, but because of COVID, they shut it down. But mm. should be a unique show. It's going to have different holograms from all stages of her career. There will also be in the flesh backup singers, dancers, and musicians. So it starts October 26th. Now, who gets paid from that? I wonder. Um, the estate. Oh, okay. okay. If okay. the estate approves it. And then, of course, the casino and whoever puts it together. I'm sure a lot of people get paid off of it. Yeah, I, mean, I, meant, like, I, w I wanted to know like who in Whitney's family. So, yeah, the estate makes sense. Would y'all want to see that? Yeah, know. you know what? I went to the Michael Jackson one. It was really good. 
Did y'all see the Michael Jackson hologram no. concert Mm-mm. in Vegas? Mm-mm. I did go to that and it was very entertaining because there are people who are, you know, back and the hologram looks amazing. Like it's very real. So yeah. they've been working on this five years. They've had it in other places. Now it's going to be in Vegas. Yeah, I don't know if I would plan something around it, but if I was in Vegas and somebody was like, yo, let's go look, check out the Whitney Houston hologram, I probably would. I wouldn't my like, mom fly loves to Whitney Houston. Yeah, I, would, yeah, I wouldn't fly to go I would, see it. I would, I would take my mom because she loves Whitney Houston. So I think that's the kind of thing, like if you're a huge fan of somebody, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, now Rolling Loud Miami, I know Envy, your son is headed out there. And mm-hmm. we were talking about this earlier, the uh, projection screen that crashed down. So they have officially released a statement sharing that the entirety of the stage is not affected. It was just a screen that collapsed. So they're working around the clock to uh, repair that projection screen. But I know people were very... Uh, like what's going on here, but the festival is still set to continue as planned. All right. Now, uh, Fredo Bang and Lit Yoshi were arrested ahead of Rolling Loud. They were arrested in Miami. And according to the Miami Herald, uh, the two men who live in the Miami Lakes area, it all has to do with this NBA young boy situation. So not sure exactly what happened, but they're saying they want to speak to them after somebody opened fire on NBA Youngboy outside the Trump International Beach Resort on Sunny Isles Beach. Y'all remember when that happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, the young woman that he was with ended up getting shot and wounded during that melee. Three innocent bystanders were grazed, including a five-year-old child. But one stray bullet did kill a Hertz rental car employee who had just finished his shift across the street, Mohammed Jurati. Oh, damn. I, I forgot about how long ago was it? Uh, how long ago was that? Like two years ago? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. when we were. It was, yeah, it was in 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, Chrissy Teigen broke down in tears as she was reading some fan mail for people who are supporting her. And she received that following her pregnancy loss last year. So a, lo- a lot of online support poured in from friends and family at the time. But she just recently received the fan mail that was sent to her following that loss. This is just piles of letters that we just got. You guys sent the most amazing condolence um, letters and cards and books, and I just want you to know we got all of them. I'm going to read them all, okay? I love you guys. All right. So again, you know, she did go through a lot, a tremendous loss. And Keisha Cole has also suffered a loss. As of late, we told you that her mother, her biological mother, has passed and here is her first statement on social media. Frankie, we love you. We love your you. lessons. Your, your lessons. love. And your vision, though. She had. She was very she, intuitive. She was keeping it real, yeah. no filter. You know, you need yeah. that in your life. Yes. Somebody who don't have a filter, that's going to keep it real with you. Yep. Ain't about to sugarcoat Shoes don't match, she going to tell you. Right. <laughs> yeah, never match. <laughs> Meanwhile, you need to put it in the box. About everybody, good Frankie, though. Good Frankie, put y'all cups up. We love you. We go keep it lit every year, all day, every day. Lord have mercy. Rest in peace to Frankie. Sending mm-hmm. uh, healing energy to Keisha Cole and her family. Sending healing energy to Chrissy Teigen too. Man, I gotta get me. See if I got some Polly Santos on me, man, and burn it in here. Y'all just, just talking about trauma on top of. You trauma can't burn stuff in the studio. Me. Watch me. If I if I got it, I, I don't got nothing. Boy, you lucky I don't got nothing. Lord All right. Me. Well, that is your rumor report. Jesus. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Oh, yes. yes, and this is a tragedy. A teenage boy climbed into a home in Louisiana to see a young girl and was shot by, well, he ended up shooting oh her my father. God. 
Jesus and he is Christ. hospitalized now. Yes, he'll be charged with second degree murder. He shot and killed her dad. It's Friday. Can I'm we a, get one happy story? Give me a lighter, I'm please. I'm going to give you a lighter now. I found me some polysantos. I'm about to light it in there. Lord have mercy. All right. Well, let's play a new joint off Kanye's album. Okay, finally. Is it out? There you go. It's not out. They said they don't know when it's, it's the coming leak. out. It's from the leak? Uh, yeah, it's from the leak. It's I'm not going to jail tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the name that's of the song. Story, oh I guess. my God. <laughs> Kanye featuring Hove. <laughs> ah, it's a Friday. It's Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Kanye West, Jay-Z. Mm, I found some uh, Paula Santos, but I have no lighter. That's the kind of morning it is. Uh, but, but we got a new Jay-Z verse. That made me feel better. But you, you know what I like about that verse? What? Mr. Carter said, this might be the return of the throw. Might be. He's giving himself some room to back out <laughs> in case Kanye gets crazy. Again. <laughs> Again. All right. Well, let's get in some front. And who is Paula Santos? Paula Santos. I don't know. The wood. The holy wood, man. What, am I pronouncing it wrong? No, I just don't Polo, know. Polo, Yeah, it's the holy wood that you uh, burn oh. when you want to get negative energy up out of the room. You know, relieve stress and tension. Lauren London has some uh, some great one that came with her forever stronger package. But I had some in here, though. It's like sage? Yes, it is. But it's holy wood, though. It's wood instead of the sage. Okay. I got holy wood. All right. <laughs> Oh, God. This guy. Wow. Man, the crib that I burned. Yeah, you know, y'all play too much. Go ahead, Yee. This guy, man. All right. A 17-year-old boy is hospitalized, and he's also being charged with second-degree murder. He climbed into a Louisiana home and used a ladder to see a girl and was fatally uh, and fatally shot her father after he was confronted Sunday morning. This is in Zachary, a small city about 20 miles north of Baton Rouge. They're trying to determine what prompted that exchange of gunfire between the 17-year-old suspect and 34-year-old Desmond Jerome Hamilton. So Hamilton was a well-known area businessman. He died in his living room, and the teen was injured after shots were fired. So the teenager has not been named, but he was there to see Hamilton's 14-year-old daughter. Damn. Is that crazy? That is crazy. What a tragedy. It's tragic. But I mean, you know, if you're a father and you wake up and you see a strange guy in your house, you know? Yeah, but he right. shot back. I guess, you know, he shot the, oh, the, the father. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't yes, hear that the part. father got shot killed. The, the father got killed. Oh, I thought I thought that the father killed the young man. I didn't hear that part. No, wow. he got shot. They both, they exchanged gunfire. The 17-year-old is in the hospital. Oof. He's being charged, yes. Yeah, the, the, and the, the, daughter, the father was killed in his home. Yeah, that the, that's going to eat the daughter up forever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to traumatize her forever. Now, according to information and evidence, they suspect that the juvenile did shoot first. And they do believe huh? that the daughter let the boy into the home from a second-story window. Wait a minute now. So the daughter let the, the boy into the home, the boy was and the boy leaving. shot at the dad? Yeah. You know, who knows? I mean, the father confronted him. I'm sure I saw him, confronted him. Maybe he had a gun, and I guess the boy had a gun as well. Yikes. Yeah.
All right. Now, the yeah. NFL warning to teams. We were discussing this earlier. COVID-19 outbreaks among unvaccinated players could lead to you forfeiting the game. Now, according to the NFL Players Association and agreement with them, they have been encouraging vaccination for players, but it's not required. And they said more than 75% of NFL players were at least partially vaccinated and more than half of the team's players have um more than half of the league's teams have player vaccination rates above 80%. But unvaccinated players, you have to, during training camp, do daily testing, mask wearing, and travel restrictions. So here are the rules now moving forward in case uh, anything happens. Because as you know, last season, uh, you could postpone the games. They moved a lot of games around because of COVID. But moving forward, a forfeit will be called if the following circumstances occur. It has to be all of these. One, a game is postponed. By requirement of government authorities or medical experts because of ongoing health concerns of an outbreak, then the league can't find a suitable date to reschedule within the 18-week framework of the regular season. And then lastly, the original postponement was caused by an outbreak among unvaccinated players of the team. So if all of that happens, then you're forfeiting a game. All right. All right. And if you do forfeit, both teams lose their game checks for that particular game. That sucks. So, so that we could forfeit because a bunch of players have COVID and I lose my check? Yeah. They're going to change that. If that forfeit occurs for both teams, they're going to they lose their checks. They're going to have to change that. They're going to have to change that. That ain't right for And players. the team that suffered the outbreak would be responsible for any shortfall in the league's revenue sharing pool and they'll be credited with a loss as well. That's kind of wild, though, because it's not like people ask to get COVID. COVID. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's, it's, it's an act of God, yeah, right? Yeah, you could just catch it. And then because I catch it, I give it to my teammate because we're, we're practicing and I got a forfeit. I don't get paid. Yeah, that's kind of wild. I take a loss. Nah, they got, they're going to change that. That's not right. Now, DeAndre Hopkins tweeted out, never thought I would say this, but being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccine is making me question my future in the NFL. Wow. Uh, that was a tweet and delete, by the way. Then he said, by the way, I got about nine more years in me. Y'all have a good day. Now, nah, but you know, you don't want to be, you know, reckless either. Even if you don't want to get the vaccine, then you got to, you know, do other things like social distance, like wear your mask, you know. Yeah, but it, it could be anything. Your kids could go to school and come back. A hundred percent. I mean, it could be 100%. anything. That's why. I just, and by the way, if you're vaccinated, you can also still get it. That's Absolutely. The, that's the other thing. So it's like, how can they even enforce those type of rules when, like I said, nobody asked to get COVID. And even though you may be taking the proper precautions not to get it, you could still get it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it. Oh, I was going to say get it off your chest. When we come back, Young Blue will be joining us. He has an mm-hmm. album out today. What's the name of the album? Moon. Moon Boy. Moon Baby. It's really good, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling it. Stop saying Moon Baby. I'm not calling it Young it's not Black Moon Man Baby. Boy. You're confusing me. Moon Baby. Moon Baby. The, the name of his album is Moon Boy. Who do you call it Moon? Okay. <laughs> no, that's the name of his album. You just can't change the name of his album. Why isn't it Blue Moon? I don't know. You should have mm. asked him. Should have asked them. Yeah, they yeah. should have asked them. <laughs> All right. Young Blue, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Young Blue. Yo, what it do? Man, Blue, I don't know why I thought you was heavy set, man. What? <laughs> I did. Man, chill, I did. I saw pictures of you in videos back in the day. I don't know why I thought you was heavy set. You leaned no. out or something, or you just never no. that big? No, I wasn't never big. Yeah, okay, was. okay, okay. I was big. Well, good to meet you, yeah, sir. Nah, for sure. Now, for people who don't know, let's 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 break down how Young Blue got into the industry. A lot of people mm-hmm. heard you the first time when you yeah. when you record with Drake. Yeah. So, how did you get in the industry? How did you hook up with Boosie and and explain that whole story? Uh, I got in the industry like 
know what I'm saying, just dropping mixtapes. Like I was underground for a long time. Uh, I had this uh, investments, investments mixtape. I was just dropping, mm-hmm. doing shows like just throughout the South. Like you know, everybody from the South really start off like in the Mississippi, North, in the Carolinas. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They be the first where the black people at. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, like chilly circuit. And uh, around the time I vi- dropped the volume three, I had met Boosie. He had flew me out to his house, and uh, I really just took from there for real. So just, he heard one yeah. of your mixtapes. It was like, yeah, this young man is now, nice. Let me fly him out. Nah, really, his uh. Like I, I had hit up his brother, um, cause I knew Booster wasn't gonna see the DM, so I had hit up his brother. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just sent him a song, and he was like, "Man, got me on the phone with Booster," and uh, so it's basically like his brother put it together, really. And yeah. you signed the Booster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signed the Booster. I yeah. didn't know that. I found that out about a month yeah. ago. Yeah, we do. We we business partners. We mm-hmm. do business together. Yeah. You, you gave him some money or something, right? Then you give him like a big stack. Yeah, or yeah I, gave, I gave him some money. For, yeah. I, gave, I gave him plenty. Of money. That's just the first time I did it on camera, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Like, I mean, I mean, just out of appreciation, uh, but uh, really, because that was the first time I had gave him that much at one mm-hmm. time. So uh, I don't know. I just because he just already eating off you anyway. Huh? He already yeah. eating off you anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. I heard that they said that when you signed your new deal, you know. Boosie uh, said that uh, you didn't have to re-sign with him. He, he let yeah. you out of the deal to do the uh-huh. new deal and make more money, but yeah. you're still honoring his contract, but not through yeah. paper. Break yeah. that down, because that's most wow. artists ain't going to do I mean, it's actually, I didn't got so many, just from me talking about it, I didn't got so much, like, people's opinions, they start to confuse me mm-hmm. about <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like I said, we still in business together. Like, me and him really bars. Like, we really like family, so it's like, it's like more than a contract. A lot of people can't relate to that because it's strictly business with the people that they do business with. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Me and Boosie, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like my big bro, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's more than that. So I really can't relate to other people's contracts, just that contract, what the contracts say, you feel me? Right. Uh, but like I said, we still get money together and nobody in the industry just getting 100% of all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? They can That's probably right. tell you that, but they lying. You That's know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody in the industry getting 100%. You're going to have to, to be successful in this, you're going to have to be split some with somebody. You, you know what I'm saying? You can't just yeah. do everything right. on your own anyway. Yeah. Even if you got a distribution deal, a distribution yeah. company getting yeah. something. Yeah, distribution like, company, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's that. But like I said, yeah, I was able to, uh, you know what I'm saying, just go about my, you know what I'm saying, my business and do something that made sense. You know what I'm saying? Because, we we all knew for me to get bigger, you know what I'm saying. I was gonna have to do, you know what I'm saying, bigger deals and stuff like that. And uh, so it was just a. I could tell uh, he had been proud of you because when he when he yeah. showed when he showed your house, he yeah. showed yes. it like it was his. Like yeah. this is my man's <laughs> yeah. house. Like, he was excited yeah. and so proud of you, man. They be trying, they be trying, they be trying to like just you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, bring back stuff that I said and stuff like that, just to get him to say something. But like, bro, I be I really be around Boosie like all the time. Like mm-hmm. me and Boosie, like Boosie, I already know what it is what it is like he not gonna say nothing bad he already know i'm genuine i'm humble he mm-hmm. know i'm a good person you mm-hmm. feel me so he not never gonna say nothing bad about me because he know at the end of the day he could just you know and he ain't really like that like Booster say crazy stuff but he's like people that's close to him he ain't really gonna you know what i'm saying even if he feel a certain type of way he he, he just gonna hit you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. now you've been yeah. doing music for a while since yeah. you were young so what were you doing financially like to keep yourself afloat until things really popped off uh man, to be honest, bro, like a lot of people don't know, but I've really been rich since like 2016. Like you know what I'm saying? Cause I just been doing shows so long. Like I've been popping on the underground scene for so long mm-hmm. that you know what I'm saying. I've been been had money. Like that's why I'm like kind of way ahead. Like you know what I'm saying? So I don't even remember. Like I 
what I, what was I? What, was what do I you doing? call rich like, when you say rich? I had already had made a million dollars off shows like in 2017. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just, you know what I'm saying, just doing so many shows. I'm so glad people. you said shows though because most artists be like, I've been had money. I've been nah. rich. I was nah. big time such and such doing, you know, like, nah. hey, knock it off. Nah, but, nah, nah. but you built your own house early on and, and nah. you know, most, most artists and rappers, you don't see that. You know, yeah. they, they go the jewelry route, the car yeah. route, the, the yeah. private jet route, yeah. and they still I, ain't lie, I, went, I went through that stage. You went like, through that stage. <laughs> I, I went through that stage. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody going, yeah. you going, once you blow up, everything you saw when you was coming up, you going to try to go get that just because it's like, I ain't never had this. I always wanted this. I'm going to go. You going to go through that little stage mm -hmm. where it's just like, yeah, I'm going to go get all this stuff that I always wish I had. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But if you smart, once you once you do it, you know what I'm saying, you'll know when to stop. Some people don't know when to stop. They just gonna keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And then, you know what I'm saying? You, you gotta have investments too. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you opened sure. a restaurant also, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I got you a did that like yeah. a couple years ago. Yep. And then I had opened it for like three months and then COVID hit. Right. And just messed messed it up for real. And and it ain't really I really just did it to have something in my city because it ain't really a lot of profit in it. It's like probably like less than 10% profit in it. And the restaurant and it's business, like, yeah. it be stealing, man. Like, it be, it's, it's a lot of stuff. You're so man. right. When you open a restaurant, you really got to keep your eyes on yeah. everything and you have to have an amazing manager because it is too easy for people to steal yeah, at a restaurant. So, is it back open? or? Nuh-uh. Nah, nah I, had, I had like hired like, all my family, all my friends. Oh, my, uh, oh, it was just, yeah, Not it no was just, I was just trying to put everybody <laughs> on, but we weren't making no money. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it wasn't even, you know, I tried to, you know what I'm saying? I had did the little PPP thing and broke. I had got like 100000 back to put everybody to work. Man, oh, a month later, I was like, I should have kept that. Did you pay <laughs> back? Did you pay that. back your PPP loan, or you didn't have to? Because you you got to use it for your employees. If you use it for his employees. You got to pay. Yeah. Be quiet. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to see that mugshot, Blue. Oh, like, man. damn, Blue got got no, I ain't pay, I ain't paying back yet, but I ain't have to though. It was, yeah. like, it was whatever. It was like you ain't have to if, if you pay, if it went to your business, went to your employees. Yeah, yeah. My so mine actually went to my employees. Like, I really played them because, like I said, but was your mother? It was your mother's best friend though, who you named the restaurant after. So explain that relationship. Like I'm real close with my friend, mom. Like ever since we was like real little, I used to get put out the house, like being bad in the streets and stuff. I used to go to their house, you know what I'm saying? They used to welcome me with open arms. So they just, like they mom, just like my my people, like we just all like family. So, you know, she always used to cook. She used to feed us when we were hungry, like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I just felt like it was on the right mind. Like my mama don't cook, she, you know, she don't really cook like that. So mm -hmm. uh, it was just, it Why would she put you out the house? What were you doing? I was just like, when I was like young, I was just like bad, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just bad, just in the, in the streets real, real bad. So I just do crazy stuff, like, you know, just a norm, normal little crazy stuff. All right, we have more with the artist Young Blue. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Young Blue. Yee. Now, Drake hopped on the song. Tell us mm -hmm. how that happened. So DeMarcus Cousin, he from my home city. Like, that's my boy. And, uh, Where you from? Uh, Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. Alabama. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, he had just hit me up after I had dropped my little EP. Uh, he was just vibe. He was like, "Man, I love these songs. Like, I think I can hear, I can hear Drake on your mind still. Like this, this one right here, I can hear Drake on here." So I'm just like, "Whatever." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? I, I, I was saying the same thing when I was making. It. I was like, "Well, if I ever do a song, you feel me?" 
So I, I go on Google. I'm like, cool with Drake. You know what I mean? So I go on Google. You, you, you must have saw this picture. You saw, yeah. you saw that picture right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That picture with Drake and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. really, the really, I don't really watch sports like that, so I ain't really know. So I'm like, oh, it probably do, ha it probably do happen. So he was like, I'm going to hit him up. So I'm just like, yeah. So a week later, Drake hit my DM like, see me the song with the open verse. I dropped everything. <laughs> I went straight to the Where studio. Where was you when you got that uh, bad deal? Man, I don't even know. I just know I was I I was I had just got finished like building my first little house, and you know what I'm saying. You know this crazy. Girl, she's in my first little house. My first little house. Did you screenshot the DM and send it to like your girl or anything? Yeah, yeah. I definitely screenshot the DM, but I had knew not. I, I just I just I was been tired. I just knew not to. I just knew not to post. I ain't posted to you. Yeah, told me to post right. it. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I sent the air, but I had sent it to, I had just signed a little deal with Empire, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had just got out of Columbia. So I was going independent. So I had just signed a little, you know what I'm saying? A little, it was a lot of money to me at the time, but it went, you know what I'm saying? How much is a lot of money to you? <laughs> it's a little deal, it's a little deal, a little deal, a little deal. It was a little, it was good. Like in the independent order, probably right. a lot more than what a lot of major mm -hmm. labels but, but uh, so I was just signed my deal, and then that came. I was like, "Man, Drake finna." I, I hit up my uh my my guy from the label. I was like, "Man, Drake said he finna hop on this song." Bro did not believe me. He was just like, "All right, you know what I'm saying?" I'm like, "I said I'm sending him DMs. I'm sending him screenshots and junk." He, like, he ain't really believe me. So a day later, I'm like, "Bro, Drake hopped on the song. They went crazy." <laughs> Hey, so it took Drake, Drake a, tw a 24 yeah, he, hours? He did it that same. Bro, that man did it the same night. He oh, called he me feeling, that night. I missed yeah. the FaceTime call from that man that night. Like, what were you doing? Yeah, I was asleep. Oh, I ain't know. I ain't, <laughs> it was like through 2 o'clock in the morning. I woke up. I'm like, man, I just missed the FaceTime from Drake. Did you try to I hit him right I back? I up. Like, I'm like, I hope I ain't <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, <laughs> so I got the next day, I went to the studio. You know what I'm saying? He had sent me the song. I had FaceTime the same time the next night, and he was just like he was sitting in the Rolls Royce, just on that. He had on a chinchilla, like so some real bottles. Some, some he had on a chinchilla. He was just like, yeah, you know how Drake be like, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah. That's that light skin okay. talk, right? Okay. Yeah, and like that whole night, like he was just like sending me like voice notes. He was just like, yeah, bro, I just like to sit in the backyard and just think about ideas and just. Be creative, bro. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? Just telling me, like, like sending me voice notes. I'm like, this Drake just sending me voice notes. Like, for real, I'm just like, I'm like, this, giving you I'm a lot of game. Probably yeah, a lot of game in the voice like, notes. Yeah, they're giving yeah. me game, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I be feeling like this, like, bro, really, like, it don't even, you probably in that moment, you probably think it's that deep, but bro, really be just skipping through people's lives, just blessing them and just go about it better. And mm -hmm. that, you can't even be mad if he never, Talk to you again. You never have a conversation with him again. You know right. what I'm saying? Bro, just, I feel like you know Nicki Minaj be doing that too. Like she'll yeah. hop on somebody's song, just bless them and keep it moving. Yeah, but Nicki, 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 man, I'm stressed about this Nicki. Right. <laughs> now nah, she had, uh, so I had tweeted on uh, on Twitter. She had uh, her fans stuff retweeting. It had got a lot of retweets, mm -hmm. and uh, she had hit me in the DM. She was just like. Uh, Send me some. If you got something in mind, send me send me uh, some songs. Mm -hmm. And I had I had sent some songs. She she was like she gonna. I ain't know she. Like, I sent her like seven different songs. You know what I'm saying? And then you know I'm sitting there like, dang, I wonder she gonna like me. So I'm kind of like, you feel me? And uh, I had hit her up 
again like the next day i was like if you don't like them i'll send some more and she was like uh give me time to get back with you and I ain't hear from. I ain't hear from. She probably wasn't feeling it, but you know, you, you probably could get spoiled because of Drake. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, she yeah. did just have a baby, so it might be yeah. a time. But no, thing. I ain't. Yeah. I ain't yeah. falling yeah. for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just, you know what I'm saying? I was just kind of. I'm basically saying like I was sad about the situation. But sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but sometimes it's still hit back though. Yeah, but I know they want Yeah, if you come off annoyed, then it probably don't. You come off annoyed. It probably don't never happen. Now right, I'm just right, right. gonna retreat. You feel right, me? Right, right, and then right. just like she probably just get around to it. Oh, well, she you, probably ain't even listen to it. You yet. do have all the heavy hitters on this album, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Moneybag, yeah. yo, Kodak yeah. Black, John Legend, her. Yeah. I love the song with her. Big yeah. Sean, Jeezy, Drake, obviously, Gunna, yeah. Chris mm-hmm. Brown, Two Chains, Devito, A yeah. Boogie. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's amazing. Damn, that sound like a like. That sound like and a you lot, had a song with Chloe and Wale. What happened to that? Man, my label ain't want to clear it, man. They, what? They, I like that song. My, well, I keep saying my label. That ain't my label no more. Her label ain't want to clear it. Oh, her label. That's my old label. Who's she, who's, who Chloe on? Col- must be Columbia. Columbia. What happened Columbia. at Columbia for you? I just say they ain't really know what to do with with me. You know what I'm saying? Over there. I, I got out of Columbia in like 20, 2019. Like, I had like the Missy record and uh, the Ice on My Baby record like during the Columbia time. Doom records like went gold back to back, you know what I'm saying? And then I was just waiting on the next step. And then they had signed like Polo G and Lil TJ, you know? Mm-hmm. So that whole like New York and Chicago way. So I kind of like got stuck in that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like stuck under there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they messed I went, up. Yeah, I went tripping. <laughs> I just, I had just went to him. I was like, man, I had, uh, I just want to get out, get out my deal. And I feel like they ain't really, they already ain't really, you know what I'm saying, believe in it. So. Mm-hmm. It was kind of easy to let me out. That they didn't clear that because that's good for Chloe also and Wale because she popping right now. But this is a great album to be on. Yeah, but they were saying something about uh, she got a, you know, I don't want to say what she got coming, but they were saying I guess she got something coming. This would have been a good setup for her though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was saying. The song really good too. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully I get it for the uh, for the deluxe. But if not, I had text. I had text the other day. I was just like, man. uh, I was like. uh, uh, well, I just liked your picture again on Instagram. <laughs> nah, this man definitely. got a girlfriend, man. Don't oh, my bad. <laughs> he don't be on Instagram <laughs> looking at pictures. Put that in couch, man. No, I be looking at them like my little sister, though. I don't, I don't even yeah. be able to be. I'm going to leak it for you. <laughs> you told so he, he got a girl, but you damn sure told on yourself the other day. What? What? That tweet, uh, my yeah, black uh-oh. man, if you want to be faithful, just stay off social media, post and get the <laughs> off ASAP, because soon as you start scrolling, boom, ass and titties. That's, that's the just, devil, my brother. That's just being real. That's just, I feel like that's just being real. Some things you got to keep the yourself to keep a happy home yeah 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 i mean i, I just feel like sometimes <laughs> sometimes dialogue people don't understand like how far dialogue with your partner can go like, absolutely you gotta you gotta know because really it's true though you saying that's not true no it's definitely true but i know that this caused the conversation in your house like who the hell are you looking at on instagram nah, nah, nah. yeah she i see mean the same thing that he sees though right like yeah but i feel like i feel like it's different because okay a woman got a really kind of go out their way to see something sexual in the man because we more covered up you know what I'm saying we like we yeah we be looking at sweatpants like let me see but we ain't, ain't really you gotta really be you know what I'm saying looking or, or really just find something sexual about a man but like everything sexual about a woman like most of the time like it's all out there to see you know what I'm saying like when you when you scroll like most of the come on now most of the girls be half naked twerking so everything that sexualized a woman kind of like right there like you ain't really gotta look so it is harder 
for Plus, you have for, access, for too. Because, um, yeah. you know, I'm sure she looks at it like, if yeah. you want to talk to one of these girls, she'll at least respond. Yeah, not, not for sure. So I, I, I just look at it like it's, it's, it's just different. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I ain't saying that you got to act on it. I'm just saying there's more temptation. You got to recognize the problem, fix the problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when I stay off social media, like, I don't even be even thinking about sliding nobody DM. Like, if I just stay, like, if I just stay off social media, don't be scrolling, don't be looking at reels. And- <laughs> what about when you at your shows? What about when you at your shows, though? Huh? What about when you at your shows and all the women that come to your shows? You gotta have these conversations sometimes. Like, bro, like, you gotta understand, like, when you even get into a relationship with an artist, bro, we, yeah, we gonna speak more faithfulness out of you, especially if she, you a stay-at-home mom, like, mm-hmm. when you do go somewhere, it's with me, only place you probably go is to the grocery store, probably go out with your friends and stuff, so you ain't just seeing all the stuff I'm seeing. Me, I'm in the industry, I'm around women all the time, like, you know, mm-hmm. I got way more temptation, way more chances to mess up than you probably got. You really got to go out your way to, to <laughs> cheat, you feel me? So are you saying it's, it's you might easy. cheat every now and then? Nah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> you saying that. <laughs> you saying that. <laughs> you saying that. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Young Blue. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Young Blue. Yee. Your girl want to go on a girl's trip with her friends. Yeah. Okay, are you the type of person to be like, all right, I got you. Like, you and your girls yeah. go somewhere. Yeah. I think that's but nice. But she go on a girl's trip. Once every six months or something, mm-hmm. I go nice. on a bar trip every day. Right, right, <laughs> that's, right. that's your it's job. Honor, you know what I'm saying? That, your life is my, a boy's trip. That's my job. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My life is a boy's trip. I got Miami every week. I got LA. You know what I'm saying? I got you know what I'm saying? And everywhere, I, everywhere I go, going to release parties. Mm-hmm. I'm going to everywhere I'm going. Just find women around. You know what I'm saying? So you'll be fine. Black yeah. men don't cheat. Yeah, we. And how long have y'all? How long have y'all been together? Huh? We've been together. We've been together six years. You got two kids, right? Two kids together. Huh? We got. Yeah, we got two kids. Does it feel good to have somebody that you know been down with you since before all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it definitely definitely feel good. Like I, I cherish that. Like I, I really cherish like you know what I'm saying the relationship because a lot of a lot of the other stuff just fake. You know what I'm saying? It's really just just fake. Like these people don't really care about you. Like you, you go get locked up right now. Like. Your girl gonna be the first one now. Which mm-hmm. which kids? You know what I'm saying? For the bill, you out. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the other girls, they ain't even. They just. But like I said, it's just it's just be temptation. Like right. dudes, like I really don't feel like I really go all the way back to the Bible, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? These dudes used to have about eight, nine. I feel like it's human instinct, man instinct to just be. Be white blue. I feel like we should get out of this topic. I don't blue. know. Be white blue. I thought nah. we left this house already. We still here? Oh, my God. Still- <laughs> You're making it worse. I really ain't making it worse. because I'm just- <laughs> Be white blue, blue. Be white. No, I'm saying it's just men, like men instinct. Like, it's just men. It's put into men to be, like, if you got the men things, yeah, I don't like, got the men things. I don't know what you're talking about. I used to have those instincts way, 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 way back when. Well, he's yeah. a lot younger. So, that's true. You that's know. true. Uh, okay. Look? I feel like if you sit here and lie to yourself, then I feel like you making it worse. <laughs> no. Like, me and my girl and I already talked about all this. You know, me, what me and my I wife too. Talk myself into a threesome. <laughs> Y'all do threesomes? No, nah, we don't. We don't. We don't. What's the craziest thing a woman's done to try to get your attention? Girls gonna be girls, but really, sometimes really, 
dudes be acting worse than girls, for mm -hmm. real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Rupees, like, yeah. girls really, really be chill. Mm -hmm. Like, can yeah. I get a picture? Like, dudes want to, like, be extra sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, you Put know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, like. And they be like, let me get your info. Yeah, you know. Like, ain't even that. It just be like coming up asking you, you, is you, you, why they singing your song? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you must feel. You your blue, you your blue. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you blowing me. I got blood. I got blood. I'm the only thing. I got blue man drops on your chain. You know it's me. Like, come on. That's just WEs. I ain't never about fans. You know what I'm saying? I'll take a picture with a fan. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But if you can come being extra, like, that would make it weird, you know what Especially man? in this era, because you don't know if somebody's friend or foe. Yeah, like, you man, feel me? They, they, all yeah. that extraness make me feel like, man, what you about to do, man? Yeah, you feel me? Or they would just be walking up to you without saying and just see you and just walk up to you real fast, walk past all you mm -hmm, people and everything, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just walk up to you real fast and don't say nothing until they get, like, right here That's to right. you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta be... Move, you gotta move right out here. You know what I'm saying? So now you you was mad at Tory for uh doing your song a, a while ago. Yeah. Now why was you mad at Tory for that? Uh. Man, Tory, my boy. Tory, my boy. That's the reason. Like you know, when we talked about it on air, they were like they agreed, and I was like, I don't get it, because I come from the mixtape game where rappers took somebody's song or R&B singers took somebody's song, and that's what they did, and it was on a yeah. mixtape. But yeah. you was mad about it. Why was you mad about it at the time? Uh, I just felt like I had I had saw him like a couple times before that. And he never said nothing to me. So I felt like, in my head, I felt like he ain't even know me. Like, in my head, I felt like he never even knew me or acknowledged me when he saw me. So when I heard the song, I'm like, man, you just you just saw me. At least you could have been like, you know what I'm saying? I messed with the song. Like, I felt I took it as disrespect. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that he remixed the song or that it was better than you know what I'm saying. But you just felt I, like he, just, he didn't even say what's you up. Wanted to you wanted credit. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted. I just wanted. How did y'all squash it? We were talking crazy to each other through text. <laughs> we was in Miami. He was like, man. I was like, man, pull up. You know what I'm saying? Pull oh, up. Man, you know, like it's a fight too, man. Yeah. I like the fight. I'm like, pull up. You know what I'm saying? And he like, pull up. I'm like, he was like, he was like where you with? I'm like, I'm sitting on my location. You know what I'm saying? Da da da. So I'm waiting for him to pull up. He like, man, pull up, pull up to my house. I know, bro, we both just in the moment, like, don't want to back down, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Eagle. So I pull up. Mm -hmm. We dab it up. His homeboy with him, my homeboy with me. We just go straight to making music. He just like, man, I, I feel you. He ain't even like, he ain't really even like trying to be like, you was tripping for real. He like, man, I, I feel you, man. He was like, laughing about it for real. All that tough and, talk uh, over text, maybe you read it wrong. You know uh, how it could be like, pull up, or it could be like, pull up. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. We were, def we were definitely going back and forth. We just started <laughs> started off like that, and then, I guess, I ain't really know what was going to happen for real. I just pulled up because I ain't want him, you know what I'm saying, just think I was, a, you know what I'm saying, no. A sucker. Yeah, right. a sucker. Like, now I got to pull up real. or else he's going to be like, and I told him to pull up. And I want to do a song with him. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, I'm pulling, I'm pulling up. <laughs> you know, you're an R&B artist. I want to ask you about this uh, tweet that Issa Rae posted. She said, uh, I'm listening to Mint Conditions Breaking My Heart and realizing that a lot of music today aren't dramatic and desperate enough for me. Do you think you you capture that yeah. desperate emotion that East is looking for in your music? <laughs> nah, I feel like that's why I got that like that, that fan base. Like, mm -hmm. cause I just speak on stuff that a lot of people don't speak on. Mm -hmm. Like if you just listen to like my songs, like it's a lot of stuff don't a lot of people's stuff people don't speak on. Um yeah. That's why they be screaming, like, before I put your mind still out, I had a whole strategy. Like, I had club bangles. I had this. I'm like, man, if I put something, I just want to put something out that the world just going to feel. Like, it's just going to scream good forever. Like, people going to forever feel like this. You know what I'm saying? I just want to. So I ain't even put no song out until I made a topic that was just 
uh, universal. Yeah, just so universal. many guys could relate to that. Yeah, and you women know what I'm too. Saying? And that's kind of like been been my thing from the beginning. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, miss it. Like, I don't know. Y'all probably don't know these songs, but like, they all platinum. You know what I'm saying? Like, miss it deep. You know what I'm saying? Unappreciated deep. Like these deep songs that just the world just latched on to on the underground scene. And I was just touring off these songs like for before I even got to this level I was just mm-hmm. touring off these songs for making a lot of money off these songs for a little minute it made you really ready though for yeah. this to come out I feel like yeah nah, for sure. let's, let's get into a joint off the album what you want to hear off the album what about beautiful lies cause you gonna need a good one for your girl <laughs> after this interview alright <laughs> or the single or the single goddess which, which one you wanna get into nah I feel like everybody heard better um, yeah I do I do beautiful lies just because I wanna uh, I just wanna show like just how much range I got with the with with the music right okay. now? Kalani's on this one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it now. We appreciate you for joining us. Here it is, the single beautiful, well, a joint off the album, "Beautiful yeah. Lies" featuring Kalani. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nas. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee. Breakfast Club. All right. Well, this unreleased track with Nas dissing Tupac surfaced a little while ago. It's called Real N Words. And he's going at Tupac. If you all recall, back then, uh, Tupac was going at everybody from Mob Deep to Jay Z to Nas, obviously, Notorious B.I.G. as well. So here is a piece of that. So if you guys heard that from Tube Socks and Tim's to Blue Rocks and Ben's who got the ends, the type of N where Tupac pretends and it goes on from there. They also said Jay-Z had done one. That's the rumor as well. But that has never been leaked. Why, why is this a story now? Just for like hip hop history purposes, I guess. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So obviously he wasn't putting this song out. He never put it out, but it has leaked. And can you imagine? I wonder what Jay-Z said on his. That time was crazy. You know, Jay-Z once said. Jay-Z once said, so what? And that's how I feel about all those old Tiz records right now. So what? Okay. I mean, it's history. Yeah, it is. It is, but sometimes, it is history. It's, it's, it was sometimes, a, it feels it was like a crazy time. Yeah, sometimes it feels like you're picking at old wounds. You know what I mean? Things have healed. You know, people are no longer here. Man's deceased. Yeah, it's like, eh. Right. Well, I mean, clearly nobody has any issues with with that anymore but you know I could see with all these movies that have been coming out and I'm sure a lot more are going to come out and documentaries and all of that this is just all part of history from that time mm-hmm. alright now I wanted to do this story yesterday but Michaela Cole has joined the cast of Black Panther the sequel Wakanda Forever you know I love her from that HBO show I May Destroy You and she also had that show Chewing Gum right Yep. and so yes yeah, she is now uh, joining that they did not say what her role is going to be in the Wakanda verse, but character details are locked up. But I see a lot of speculation online. What do you think? Um, I could see her being a member of the the, the Dora Milaje, or she could be uh, somebody opposing them. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see though. Some people said they think she would be the perfect storm. I don't know. Storm. 
Hmm. I heard Madam Slay. They said she was born to play that role. Hmm. So, all right, LeBron is the first active billionaire NBA player. And it's not just his salary, by the way. And we say active because obviously Michael Jordan's made a lot of money, but that was all after his career in basketball. He would, they said, even if you account for inflation, he wouldn't have hit that billion dollar mark. So congrats to LeBron for that. I mean, when you look at his salary, his salary is about $330 million since he's been drafted in 2003. And so a lot of that money that he got also comes from endorsements, merchandise, licensing, his media business, acting as well. Congrats to him. Mm -hmm. Billionaire Bron. He earns more than $100 million a year with AT&T, Beats by Dre, Blaze Pizza, GMC, Nike, Pepsi, Rimawa, and Walmart. And he does and the right. And then they also. And he does the right things with that money. You know what I'm saying? Because LeBron employs a lot of a lot of black people, and he has that 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 school in Akron. Like he really, you know, puts the money back into the people. So. He's also a partner in Fenway Sports Group that owns the Boston Red Sox, Liverpool Football Club, and Roche Fenway Racing, among other businesses. Yeah, so behind him uh, is Kevin Durant at $580 million, and then Steph Curry at $430 million. Okay. All right. And Jordan Peele has unveiled the title and official poster for his next movie starring Daniel Kaluuya, and it's called Nope. So Kiki Palmer is also in that movie and Steven Young. So the uh, poster teases that select sequences of the film were shot with IMAX cameras. That's all we know about the project so far. Uh, he is both the writer and director and production on the film started in L.A. recently. So you can expect to see that July 22nd, 2022. That's the plan. You know, nope. wipe me down. Um, this is not wiping, sir. No, I'm coming What's to get wiped down. In- I'm cleansing, going, cleansing the energy in the room. That's why I stayed home. All right, now, Kevin Hart is blasting Nick Cannon on billboards. And this all comes from Nick Cannon sending Kevin Hart a llama for his birthday. If y'all recall, here's how that went down. I have a message. Since I'm having all these new kids, I thought I would bless you with a new one as well. Save the drama (laughs) for your llama. Happy birthday. This is from Nick Cannon. Yes. He bought me a llama. What am I supposed to do with this llama? (laughs) This is the most childish shit I've ever seen in my life. And I don't yeah, understand this point. Do y'all stay here with this llama? How long is the llama supposed to stay here? This he is stay here for a few hours. Jesus. No, I don't want this llama to stay here for a few hours. All right. Well, since then, uh, Kevin Hart posted a billboard. He said, since my brother Nick Cannon decided to buy me a llama for my birthday, I decided to do something nice for him as well. Here is a digital billboard in L.A. I also did some in Atlanta and New York. If you want any advice on fatherhood, please call my best friend Nick Cannon. I'm sure his phone has been ringing nonstop. Gotcha back, bitch. And he hashtagged prank wars. And so he put up Nick Cannon's phone number. And it says, for any advice on fatherhood, call my best friend Nick Cannon. No, will, no this got to be a TV show because he, he went too far. No, you will never out petty a cancer. Nah, you will far. never out petty a cancer. You sent Kev a llama for his born day, Nick. And so Kevin took it a step further. One thing about cancer, you can't go to war with somebody who gives an F less, less than you do. And it's not like they're going to war. It's fun, right? Yeah. But that was very hilarious. That was very far. Yeah, so? yes. right. Well, that is your rumor report. He might have had that number a long time. And yeah, Nick got a couple. I'm sure phones. Nick Cannon got more than one. Exactly. Phone. Yeah. <laughs> Nick got a couple phones. He'll be okay. Okay. All right. Well, who are you giving your donkey to? Mm. We need a guy named Tommy Fisher to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him. This might this might be something near and dear to your heart, Envy. 
You okay. know what I'm saying? When you put a lot of money into a real estate project. You need your money back. And then you want your money back, but the project's not finished. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yep, you, yep. You, ever, you ever done that? You ever dumped your money into an investment and then you just feel like, you know what? I don't want to spend no more money on this. Yeah, sometimes that okay. happens. We'll talk about it for after that. I just want to thank you for the for the wood, too. Bro, knock it off. Okay, this is Palo Santos. It's okay? wood, though. I'm saying thank it's you. It's holy wood. Uh, <laughs> thank you for right? holy wood. Clean the negative energy out of the room. Relieve some stress and tension. I'm just saying thank you for the holy wood. Oh, God. Well, if wood helps you to relieve stress and tension, Envy, you're welcome. All right. Donkey the Day's next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Diamond Doris, the incredible true story of the world's most notorious jewel thief, a sensational memoir about a woman who defied prejudice and broke all the rules. Your first 30 days of Audible are free when you sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey, other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, <laughs> man, hit it with the heat. Uh, yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, donkey of the day for Friday, July 23rd goes to Tommy Fisher. Who is Tommy Fisher? Well, Tommy Fisher is a Trump supporter, and he's not just any kind of Trump supporter because a lot of y'all Trump supporters just support by wearing the red hat. All right, doing all that red capping. Meanwhile, Tommy out here really showing y'all how dropping big bags on bigotry are border security. All depends on how you look at it. Okay, now it's two symbols that Trump supporters hold on to, especially uh, during his campaign and when he was president. And depending who you ask, they both represent hate. One of those things was the aforementioned red cap. The other was the wall. Well, Tommy Fisher is a wall builder. I just told y'all he's dropping big bags on bigotry. Our border security, depending on how you look at it. Okay, oh, this is an amazing story to me because I love when people blow money and then try to get it back. When the reality is they should have never spent the money on what they spent it on in the first place. See, Tommy loved the idea of Trump's wall so much that he decided to build it himself. Oh, he started thinking about building a wall as a personal project Project when Trump got elected. First of all, uh, who is Tommy Fisher? Bloomberg News describes him as a Republican donor and frequent Fox News contributor. In fact, he told Fox News, and I quote, I was like, this would be really fun. This would be a project that would be remembered like the Hoover Dam. In 2019, an organization called We, the, we Build the Wall dedicated to crowdsourcing funds to private citizens' efforts to build the border wall paid Fisher's North Dakota-based company Fisher Industries $6.9 million to build a half-mile section of wall in New Mexico. In late 2019, Fisher started building a second stretch of the wall after receiving an additional $1.5 He later parted ways with the organization and continued building the wall. Its cost eventually ballooned to $30 million, 20 times the original estimate. Have you ever been in that situation no. where you started renovations and something ballooned to that much? Not at all. <laughs> No. Tommy Fisher's work with We Build the Wall helped him score more than $2 billion in contracts from the Trump administration, despite, as the Washington Post reported, portions of his builds being plagued by design problems and poor construction. We have a little bit of Tommy uh, speaking about it on Fox News, don't we? This is a story about an individual called Tommy Fisher. No, he no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's the not next it. Stop it, Red. Stop, Red. Fisher, sand and ground. There you go. 
Play that one. Fisher Sand and Gravel Company is one of four companies selected to build the cement prototype. And the CEO, Tommy Fisher, joins us now with more. Tommy, you have designed a big, big wall. I, I, I've seen some pictures of it. It's one of four prototypes. The lack of funding is there from Congress. Give us a sense. How big is that wall that we're looking at a picture of right now? It's 30 feet tall, 30 inches thick of concrete, and it will work. We put a proposal on Department of Homeland Security's desk to build 700 miles in roughly five years through California, New Mexico, and Arizona, complete with high-speed roads for the agents that will actually work for $10.77 billion backed by a bond. There's no cost overruns. I'm not even mad at him. Okay, you decided you wanted to do this project and you have a bunch of people dumping money into it, rock out. But you got to commit. And after spending $30 million on building this three-mile wall in Rio Grande, Texas, that's made up of 15,000 steel posts and, you know, 18-foot tall, whatever that he just described, now Tommy Fisher wants somebody to buy it. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, nor am I the strongest Avenger. But why in the hell would I want to buy a wall? Okay, granted, buying the wall makes more sense than Lil Uzi buying a planet because at least I can see the wall, touch the wall, go visit it, do paperwork with someone here on Earth that I know actually exists, so it's really mine. But why? It's not even done. And Joe Biden stopped the building of Trump's wall when he was elected. Now, Biden, Biden's Homeland Security chief said in April the administration might try to fill gaps in the current wall. But just last month, President Biden returned $2.2 billion to the military that had been allocated to building a wall under the Trump administration. The moral of the story, Tommy, uh, you took on something that you didn't have to take on. Nobody told you to turn building a wall into your own personal pet project. If the 45th president wanted to build a wall, let him build a wall. He knows where to get the money. But you, Tommy, spent time, energy, and resources, wasted years of your life raising money to do something that you didn't have to do and now don't want to do anymore. You know how we spend money on our kids to, like, participate in certain activities and then get upset because they don't want to do it anymore? See, we don't mind that with kids because we want kids to try things, find their passions. It makes them better. All right. So even though we hate spending the money, it's not a waste because maybe just maybe even though your kid didn't like it and didn't stick stick to it, maybe they learned something from said experience. I'm only telling you that to let you know this is not Tommy Fisher's situation. Tommy is not a kid. He's a grown ass man. And nobody told him to get involved in building something that is a symbol of hate and intolerance. Some people will say it's for security reasons. Well, I don't know. All I know is it's not Tommy's job to be security. Okay. Who died and made you a top flight Homeland Security chief? All right, Tommy, you really the bouncer in the club taking this job way too serious. When you have the crowdfunding ability that you have and are able to raise this kind of capital, you chose to spend it on what you call the Lamborghini of walls. You was better off buying an actual Lambo. All right. Now, Tommy hopes it is a as border control remains a problem, the federal government will be moved to take over his private wall. Not this government. Uh, you might have to wait until the next red cappers get back in the big house because some of that wall may be up, but you stuck. Now, Bloomberg Report did a story about this, and I think that they summed it up really, really well. Listen. This is a story about an individual called Tommy Fisher. He built a three-mile wall. The next step was, can I sell it? That hasn't happened yet. He completed the wall in early 2020, and since then has been embroiled in various lawsuits. It's one of a kind. Tommy Fisher built a three-mile-long, privately-funded border wall 
Most of the land is privately owned. The next step was, can I sell it and make back my money on it or commission somebody to get me to do more of these? Fast forward to summer of 2020, Bannon and his alleged co-conspirators are arrested for essentially defrauding their supporters. They're alleged to have run out of money and they stopped sending money to Tommy Fisher. Fisher wasn't implicated and decides to fund the rest of his wall using his own money. But mm. then Joe Biden won the 2020 presidential election. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. That's it. So your wall may be up, but you stuck. Please let Remy Ma give Tommy Fisher the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! you dumb. $30 million. You can raise $30 million in capital and that's what you, try, that's what you choose to do with it? They don't even want to finish it? Don't even want to do it no more? Lord have mercy. All right. So am I going to buy it? No. Nope. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Where y'all want to go next? Home. <laughs> Home. Where y'all is how y'all feel on a Friday? I really do. <laughs> we had a monumental week this week. Michael Blackson proposed... On the breakfast oh, club, that's did, the first yes. time we've ever had a proposal on this show. Salute to Michael Congratulations Blackie. again to him and Rada. He just burned all that holy wood to get all that negative energy. This is where y'all want to go? Okay, let's go. Why was that negative? No, what she wants to go is negative, okay? What? Why is it negative? Where, where does you want to go? Where the do you want to go, My question is, how many of us are ride or die in our relationships? A lot of people are. A lot of people are like, look, we've been through a lot of stuff, but I'm going to oh. stick by him or stick by her. And how many people are like, I'm not ride or die because I'm not dying? I, yeah, I've never agreed with the ride or die thing because why do I got to die to show you how much I love you? you right, let's open up the phone lines. Let's, let's ask some questions. 800-585-1051. Are you ride or die in a relationship? We'll take I mean, your phone calls. In the, yes, in the, in the, yes, in the technical sense. I don't actually want to die, but I'm going to go well, all I mean, out you mine. know, It's not literal. But you know what I mean, like go through whatever. And it's like a lot of people will say, look, you got to stick through it. People go through all kinds of things. It makes your relationship stronger. Some people say, I'm not going through that. You mess up. I'm gone. All mm. right. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a ride or die relationship. Now, where's this coming from, Ye? Uh, we were talking about Michael Blackson and Rada. They just got engaged. But, you know, they've been through a lot together. They did that couple's retreat show. They've broken up several times. But she's definitely stuck by his side and put up with a lot of different things. And now they're at a point where he's ready to settle down and he put a ring on it. So I want to know how many people out there are ride or die. I know a lot of people will say, well, a lot of people are too quick to walk away from a relationship but on the other flip side of things, some people say you mess up once, that's it. I'm done with you. I'm not putting up with this and I don't have to. All right. So let's start with you. Yeah, are you ride or die in a relationship? No. <laughs> I think it depends on what it is, too. Like if you keep on embarrassing me and doing things behind my back and being dishonest and lying to me, I'm not ride or die. I can't stay and I'm not going to put up with all of those things um, in my relationship. I think if I was younger, maybe I was more like that. But now I don't really put up with that much. Okay. Charlemagne. Well, I mean, my wife and I have been together for 23 years, so 
Yeah, I, I I don't I don't like the term ride or die no more though because you know I I don't feel like you know death should be a requirement for me to show you how much I love you. But I but I get it. You know when I was younger I used to use that term, but I don't like what that means now. Like I want to ride forever and live forever with my wife. Instead of dying, I wanna I wanna heal together, get whole together, deal with our traumas together, so we can raise you know healthy, whole, you know mentally, spiritually sound kids. So. Yeah, I'm down for mine. If that's what that means, I'm I'm all the way down for mine. But yeah, it did down. take a long time for you to get for both of you to get to the point where you're at now, and your wives definitely had to put up with a lot earlier, right? I mean, we all put up with a lot, but that's what I said. We've been together, you yeah. know, 23 years. I mean, you know, so, so I, 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 I I'm down also, for mine. It took a lot of growing too. I mean, you got yeah. 16. Absolutely, I was 16 at the time. I was I was a, a little boy. You know what I mean? So. um yeah, we I mean, all grew together. Absolutely, I'm down. I'm I'm down for mine. If ride or die means I'm down for mine, you know, through the good and the, the so-called good and the so-called bad. Yeah, but I would die for mine without a doubt. I don't want to. I don't want to, and I don't I want her to have to die for me either. You know <laughs> I what I mean? Like I, I, I want to live for mine. Correct. That's what I want to do. Like I, I, I mean that when I say we. I was literally, we, I was in the bed. We talked about that last night. Like you know, I like we, we want to deal with all our traumas together. We want to continue to heal together, continue to get whole together, so we can just you know raise our babies in the most healthiest situation. Absolutely. You know? Hello, yeah. who's this? Hey, good morning, y'all. Uh, I think what your name I used to say, Jerome. My name is Jerome. All right, Jerome. Yeah. Talk to us. You ride or die in your relationship, man. What's your what's your? Oh wait, I'm single, thoughts. but I'm just saying, if I did, if I was in a relationship, I would. These girls don't deserve no loyalty because these girls are outside in the streets. So you're saying you're not going to be loyal to a woman if you were in a relationship because they don't deserve it? I didn't say that. I said that I would be loyal in a relationship, but the girls I keep coming around, okay. they won't be in the streets. So I don't really see them deserving to ride or die back up. I wonder what ride. What does ride or die mean to you? What does it mean to me? Somebody that you feel me that you don't have to worry about. You see how Abby said he used to be insecure about his wife going outside doing things. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And over time, he grew out of that. There's certain females out here that will keep those insecurities. They will do things. I'm not gonna say for attention, but to make people feel, make the guy feel insecure just for attention from other people. And we still, and we still got those. People. If Maxwell come around, nah, I'm not insecure oh, no. at all. I'm not insecure at all. If Maxwell come around. Don't care. <laughs> Maxwell can't tie my shoes. I'm not insecure. Maxwell could definitely tie your shoes. He can't, he can't tie, tie your shoes? What does that mean? If Maxwell gets down on his knees. If I ever see Maxwell down on his knees tying your shoes, I'm going to be like, wow, Envy, you jumping the line for gear? <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Have a good morning. <laughs> All right, He's man. like, gotta go. He gotta go. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Or you ride or die in your relationship. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, are you ride or die in your relationship? All right? Now, um, we have a lot of people on the line, so let's get right to the calls. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Monique from Georgia. Um, so the question, have I been ride or die? Yes, unfortunately I have. <laughs> Why are you saying fortunately? Because it doesn't work out in my favor. Like, people take advantage of you. You stick by them through stuff. I even bonded dudes out of jail, and then they pick up and they move on with the next mm. chick. And then I'm just here, you know, by myself, left by myself. Damn. Right. You sound alone. And that sucks. And that sucks when you done went through all this stuff and he's, right. you know, I listen, I've been yeah. there before too. It's a lesson My learned though. It teaches me uh, you have to set boundaries. Like uh, people will only do what you allow them to. That's so right. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, I got to set boundaries because 
These people don't care about nobody but themselves. Oh, you alone right now? You single? Yeah, I'm single. How long you been single? What happened? What was the last relationship? Oh, it wasn't long ago. It was probably like maybe four or five months ago. What happened? He just doesn't stick it out. You know, relationships aren't perfect, but he's one of those like runners. Like, I'm going to pack my stuff and leave. Yeah. Like, when things don't go his way, you know? Well, so. he got to get back home to his wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing, but you oh knew. <laughs> I don't think that's it, Charlemagne. <laughs> okay, well, we listen, I'm praying for you, and I hope that uh, God brings you the man that you deserve one day. I really, yes. truly feel that way. Thank you. I know he will. Yes, ma'am. All right, mama. Okay. It's All always right. a lesson learned, too. We go through those things, and you like, I'm never doing this again. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Michaela. Hey, Michaela. Good morning. Good morning. Are you ride or die in a relationship? Heck no. Well, I will ride, <laughs> but I'm not dying. I'm sorry. Word. <laughs> Why we got to die? I'm That's the expression, guys. We too old for this expression. But, uh, 13 years. <laughs> yes. But as far as dying, I'm not dying for him. Um, especially if he go to jail. I, t- I tell him all the time, if you go to jail... I'm not holding you down. Life out here well, is damn. beautiful. Okay? Damn it, man. Definitely not ride or die. And, and <laughs> also, also, too, when we talk about death, even if we're not talking about in the literal form, you can die on the inside. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a person can kill you spiritually. That's a true. person can kill you mentally. A person can kill you emotionally. So that's why I say, yo, let's live together. Let's let's heal together. Let's let's right. let's let's deal with our traumas together. Let's get whole together. Right. Exactly. He can't, we can't do that in jail, though. You feel me? <laughs> okay. You locked us. Bye-bye. Hello, who's this? Uh, my name's Q. Q, you ride or die in a relationship, brother? Most definitely. Most definitely. It's the only thing that can be going. Talk to us. Um, 15 years ago, that's when that ride or die started. I never was like that. I met a beautiful woman. We both had found out later on. We both had been through the exact same things in our life. We had a tough life. And that's been my soulmate. We had uh, three years ago, we lost our 12 year old son. Um, she's been there for me when I was locked up. My family wasn't there. She came and helped me out when I had zero. Now I got something. She's still there. We laugh together. We fart together. We watch Carrie movies. We got three beautiful, uh, our two remaining daughters are so beautiful, man. And we're fighting hard. And when we die, I tell you what, we're going to see each other in the first case. That's my dog right there. We in the club somewhere? We don't go to clubs no more, but we was in there. You would fight girls too. That's my road, dog, man. I'll tell you, that's my soulmate. I'm the same. I'm the same way with my wife. I don't want nobody else. I'm the same way with my wife. We do everything together. If she gets into a fight, I get into a fight. If I get into a fight, she gets into a fight. Like we, that's that's my ride or die for me. I'm not gonna hit no girl, but I'll hold her. Huh? My, I'm not gonna hit yeah, no girl, right. but I'll hold her while my wife get her licks so. up. We know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. I tell you what, hey, it's good. This is my first time ever talking to y'all in my life, man. This is perfect. But I'll say this. See, I know she's because when she see my feet, she'll like me. When I see your feet, I'll like you. Wow. So you want Sean to be your ride or nah, die? Wow, wow. I said when, I she, when she see my feet, she still like me. Oh, I get it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> God, I, I get it. Like, I get it. He sees my feet. Yeah, yeah she, I thought he's flirting with you. Yeah, she loves you through all your flaws. I mean, listen, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listen, like I said, I'm, I'm down for mine 100. percent I just don't like the the die thing. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, because yeah. I want to, I want to live with mine. Like I said, I want to get he- whole with mine. I want to heal with mine. I want to deal with my traumas with mine. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, your wife is ride or die. Clearly, you talk Absolutely. about how small your penis is, and she's still with you. Man, so shut I'll up, be- man. Right. 
All right, well, we got rumors on the way. We both ride. Why we act like it's ride or die one side? So, y'all both got small. Okay. You've been with your wife. <laughs> Listen, you and Gia have been together 26 years. 26 Me and my wife have been yes. together 23 years. We clearly are all down for each other. At- <laughs> what, man? What, what kind crazy. of swingers? Yes, okay, I gotta wife. go. You know what I meant. No, I yes, not. you down for your wife. I'm down for my wife. My wife down for me. Your wife down for you. That's what I'm saying. Right. How yeah. do they put yeah. up with y'all doing this with each other every morning, though? They they rather us do it to each other than do it to other women. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, man. We got rumors on the way. I think that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Jay-Z and Beyonce. Apparently, one of their mansions caught on fire, and according to authorities, it's an arson case. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a Friday, guys. Don't try to act excited now. I'm excited now. <laughs> You've been acting like it's Monday all day. Now you want to all of a sudden, when we about to leave, act like it's Friday. It's Friday! Do, do, right. do, 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 do. What is wrong what with that? you today? I don't know. All right, let's get to the rumors of Toby. I won't say. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, TMZ confirmed Wednesday night there was a fire at what they say is Jay-Z and Beyonce's mansion in New Orleans. Luckily, no injuries, but they said it took 22 firefighters to actually get the blaze out. It was around 6 p.m. Wednesday night, and it took a little over two hours before the fire was fully extinguished. This house was reportedly built in 1925 as a church, and then it was repurposed as a ballet school. It is a three-story house. Yeah, that's owned by her management company. Then they say somebody that they believe did it also sets fire to another building or another mansion. Yeah, officers uh, initially responded to the scene following a call about a suspicious person, but upon arriving and investigating, they did determine fire had been set to the property. So now they're saying it is a case of arson. Mm. This is one. This is when one of those uh, illogical fools online say, "So they got other houses." Shut up. All right, now let's talk about Morgan Wallen. He was on Good Morning America just a little while ago, like an hour ago. He did a sit-down interview with Michael Strahan. Now, if you guys remember, um, Morgan Wallen came under a lot of fire where when he used the N-word in a video that had surfaced online. He's a huge country singer. And here was the original usage of the N-word. Hey, hey, Gracie, take care of did y'all hear it? Yeah, I didn't understand it. What he said? He was talking to another white person. Though. And said what? Yeah, called in his driveway. Him, called him the the, the 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 slur word for. Is that a slur word for vagina? It's not a slur, right? What would that word be? Derogatory word for vagina? Is it derogatory? I don't know. Called him the p word, and then ass, and then the n word. All right. So following that release, he was promptly dropped by his record label, by his talent agency, disqualified from eligibility at multiple prestigious country music award shows. His music was removed from multiple radio stations. Oh, I know all that. Happened. And yes, all of that happened. And he said his manager called him two hours before the video came out. And he was like, are you sitting down? He said no one's ever called him and said that to him before. Uh, other things that he said was what happened after all the backlash. Here's what he said he did. 
BMAC is one of the first organizations that I spoke with, uh, the Black Music Action Coalition. I spoke with Kevin Lyles, I spoke with Eric Hutcherson. I went and checked myself into rehab. And for, for 30 days, I spent some time out in San Diego, California. You know, just trying to figure it out, why, why am I acting this way? Do I have an alcohol problem? Do I have a, a deeper issue? Me and my team noticed that whenever this, this whole incident happened, that there was a spike in my sales. We decided to, do, to donate that money to, to some organizations, BMAC being the first one. He went, I, he went I, to rehab for alcohol, right? Yeah, he said, does he uh, have a drinking problem? Because he was drunk. Okay. He said, yeah. I hate when people tell you to sit down when they know they're about to tell you something that's going to make you stand up. But uh, what record label dropped him? Because, you know, these record labels put out albums all the time with the N-word all over them in the same context that he used them in, white, white, black artists. So it's like, you know, what, what label dropped him for that? What was the label? Uh, let me see what label was. Let me see what label he was on because we just know his record label dropped him right after that. Because I just want uh, Republic. I, Republic. I just want to know when do people. And, and he was signed to Big Loud, which I guess is distributed through Republic Records. So he was on Big Loud Records. So Republic dropped him too, or just Big Loud? I think it was Big Loud, but once they dropped him from there, obviously he's also dropped from Republic. It's just strange because you know our, uh, artists they got the parental advisory sticker. Artists put out so much, you know, things that could be considered derogatory and negative. Mm-hmm. So where did they draw the line? Well, I guess they drew the line there because you never know how people are going to react when something like so that it's happens. All, so it's what, about the reaction. What can you do? Mm. Yeah, I let mean, me, let me ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just asking. Now, now, what is what he said? Of course, is wrong. But does it matter if he said it in the, I guess, the context that everybody else says it that he might listen to? Does that matter? Because he didn't say you're effing. He just said, "Can you take care of my nick?" It right. wasn't right. I'm he, just he was trying to use it like how we would use it. Does it, mm-hmm. does it matter if, what you're if, if that's the case? Bro, I um, I, mean, I, I don't think I, I don't I, I don't see how white people win using that word. <laughs> I don't see how we win using that word either. But, but. but then let me ask you a question: mm-hmm. Other races use that word besides black people? Who like Dominicans? Like your people? Because you Dominican? I'm black, you ass. But, okay. but Spanish Dominican, some Spanish some people, people who are word. Spanish. Hold on, some Spanish speaking people are also black. Right, but Spanish people do use the word. I hate this conversation because I I don't think any of us should use the word because of this. You use it the most up here. I know, nigga, and I'm trying See? to stop. <laughs> See? See? Oh my God. I'm trying to stop. Well, Michael I've been trying to stop to him, for years. Michael Strahan also said, I've been called that before. Do you understand why it makes black people so upset? So, but that's why you, know, I, you can watch that full interview mm-hmm. on Good Morning America. But that's why I say king, you know what I mean? Like, I, I try to go out of my way to you know, change that bad habit that we've all had for way too long. It is right, something you call that, MB Bay. It, it is. I do sometimes. It is something that we need mm-hmm. to unlearn, you know, because I just don't see how it's a, it's, it's a, a, a winning debate whenever we discuss right. the use of this word. It all it always sounds stupid to me, our reason for using it and not wanting other people to use it. I'd rather just not well, use it Well, do better then. It's a low vibrational word. It really is. And though. that is your rumor report. It's just been way too much blood uh, on that word. It's a very low vibrational word. All right. Thank you for that uh, rumor report, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix Shot the Revolt. We'll see you on Monday. Let's get to the mix. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. Take a closer look at the General and get the great low rates and quality coverage you deserve. For a hassle-free quote today, call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. 
morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I'm heading out to Ohio today and Saturday. I'll be in Richmond, Virginia. I'll be back on Sunday. And don't forget, The Cars Show is going down uh, August 14th in Atlantic City. Celebrity Cars from Little Uzi, French Montana, 50, Fabulous. Um, who else is going to be there? Um, Currencies Cars. Angela Yee. Angela Yee will be in the building. Angela, you putting your car in there? What you dropping, Yee? What you putting um, in there, Yee? A drink fresh juice car. Oh, drink fresh I'll be car. selling my juices, and um, I'll have some samples for my coffee also, Coffee Uplifts people. That's right. So we'll see you August 14th. Get your tickets now, all right? Now, also, this weekend at Caroline's, we have a special guest on the line right now. She'll be performing at Caroline's. Lunel! Good morning, good morning. Lunel, hey, girl. Lunel. Hi, everybody. How are you? Now, now Lunel was supposed to be here in studio with us, but something came up, man. But, you know, we just wanted to show you some love, Lunel, because we know you at Caroline's this weekend, and we need that thing to sell out. Well, last night was sold out for sure, and I got to say I'm I'm so disappointed that I'm not up in there. Charlamagne, I wanted to look you right in the eyeball because I think the last time I was there, you may not have been there. And um, I guess I need to say congratulations out to my, my nigga, Michael Blackson and Rada. Y'all done started a new thing up there. He got engaged on your show That's right. yesterday. Yeah, he did. He did. I did not see that coming. No, I didn't, we didn't see that one that's coming the la- That's the last thing I thought he was reaching in that bag for. Was a ring. That's what the side beaches said too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn. Now, Lunell, we also <laughs> seen a video of you showing your tatas to some jail inmates. Yeah, so what? Listen, let me tell you something. Um, it's only a boob. I'm only an old lady. They got very excited. I don't have tits like Cardi B. It's just an old, regular, sagging city. But when you're behind bars, that thing looked like an oasis, I guess. And I just felt that the boys needed a little pick-me-up, you know. So I picked up my boob and I shook it at him. Oh, well. Hey, Wax was jealous, Luna. Wax was so mad. Even though he's a fiancé now, he was jealous. Well, Wax needs to go somewhere and sit down and polish up his engagement ring. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Luna, did they call you out the blue? How, how did these inmates call you? How did they get your number, Luna? Okay, yo, exactly. Um, this guy, I guess it's uh, the CEO, Teddy Graham or whatever. He um, started, like, DMing me and showing me how he was cooking in jail and how he was rigging up this and rigging up that. And I guess because, you know, it's well documented that I'm a felon myself, I found it quite intriguing. I thought he was some kind of electronic genius, you know. I'm like, how do you get this wire from the ceiling to the sink, making oil water and do all this, and he was making sewage. So I started talking to him maybe twice a little bit on live just to see what is he doing with a phone? How come nobody's talking his cell? Uh, why aren't you scared being on line in the phone just out of curiosity? But then one day a couple of other guys came in there and, you know, I got excited. I put my titty out. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> okay. did you feel? They, did they make you feel like you still got it, Lunell? No, I already know I still got it. Hey, hey. her lingerie every month if, if I didn't. You know, that's right. Anymore. That's right. Yeah. That ain't passing over a rainbow. This is Rihanna we talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Last night you were already at Caroline's. So tell us what people can expect because obviously you're there all weekend. So Caroline's is one of my favorite places to go. So how was it for you last night? 
I wish the son of y'all would come out and give me a, a opportunity to entertain y'all the way that y'all entertain me. So, you know, I've got four shows left. They aren't quite packed. I'm not sure that they're not all sold out already, but you can definitely go online and see everybody out there in uh, Breakfast Club land. And um, I, what you can expect is, first of all, I pay mad homage to New York. I am one of those West Coast comics that have had a lovely transition to the East Coast. I've always had sort of an East Coast attitude, and I've been embraced. And, you know, every West Coast, anything doesn't always make it in the East Coast anything, you know. So I'm very blessed to have the East Coast on my team. They can expect humongous laughs, my entire show, my host, A.G. White from Brooklyn, my feature mm -hmm. act, Aaron Thompson from L.A., and myself, nobody slacks. There's going to be nonstop laughter from beginning to end. You will be exhausted. You will cry your lashes off. You'll choke on your drink, that whole thing. We came to play, not to play. All right. Well, that's All right, Caroline. I'm coming out. You know I'll come and support Lou now, Angela, so I'll see you at Caroline's. Out, please. Come on, Angela. I'm coming. Come on, man. That's carolines.com. You can buy your tickets right now, and we need to see you in person. So next time you're around, you know you need to come right up. Won't you try to come before you leave, yeah, Lunell? Yeah, what about Monday? Yeah, come Monday. Oh, no, I leave on Sunday. I'm, uh, I'm actually filming. So you guys are going to see a really huge surprise within the next month for me. Just You'll be talking about it, I'm sure. So just keep your keep your panties on, and I'll be there as soon as I can. <laughs> we will keep our That's savage good. underwear on. <laughs> Charlemagne always take his panties off the fart, so... You want to check me out. If you're not sure about this voice in the face, just go to at Lunell on Instagram. L-U-E-N-E-L-L. -E -L -L. Tell me that you heard me on The Breakfast Club, and I don't have no prize or no discount or nothing. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lunell. We'll see you up here next time. Love. Okay, baby. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye now. All right. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. Uh, just real quick, four ways to tap into the power of positivity this weekend. Number one, learn to substitute every negative thought with a positive one. Number two, see the positive side of every situation, even when you are surrounded by pure negativity. Three, at least once this weekend, take a moment and think of five things you are grateful for. And four, change the mental images you allow to enter your mind. Have a great weekend, y'all. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 